Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I just saw our image. Why the hell do we have Shohei Otani on our graphic today? Alex! Alex! What's up with that? Alex! Where's our Cardinals? Alex? Maybe he's not from St. Louis. We now that's we're not paying for today. We're not paying our marketing company for today. They just dropped the ball massively. Alex? We need to get that changed. Scotty, can they change that? That is unbelievable. Anyway, hey, it's Major League Baseball's opening day. Cardinals get back to action. We're a show based out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, so of course we're Cardinals fans. We're live 8 to 10 Monday through Friday. You know what we do. With that being said, uh, you can catch all of our original content. Politics, news, news headlines, society, and of course, cancel culture. Glad you're jumping in with us today. Happy Thursday, March 30th. I don't know where you're listening today, what part of the country, what part of the world, but in the Midwest, it's sunny and almost 70. That's nice. We'll take that each and every day we possibly can. And as I always say, big show, lots of guests coming up at about 8.30. We're going to talk with Lauren Aikens. She is a Fox C6 mom. You know what? You don't have to take everything that is given to you as a mom when it comes to high schools, when it comes to public schools, because guess what? Sometimes the educators themselves don't even have an idea of everything that they're bringing into school. Case in point, you'll find out at 830. Um, a bully, anti-bully speaker was brought into Fox to speak. Principal did her due diligence, but, a le- but the principal didn't know everything that was out there, which is why you have to be extra careful if you're an educator, if you're in education and when you bring people into your school. Lauren, she fought back and she won in a sense and That just goes to show you, you can be any old person, average Joes like all of us are, and you can make a difference. That's at 8.30. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we're going to be speaking with Jim Kennedy, fascinating rare earth minerals problems that we have and why it will affect and is affecting a lot of things that we do when it comes to the protection of this country, when it comes to weapons, and of course, when it comes to the economy. We'll get into all the other things that are going on when it comes to opening day. Um, Of course, we're Cardinals fans around these parts. And we've also got some breaking news that started to occur today. Um, We've got Army helicopters crashing into each other during training missions. Several people dead. I I don't even know how that's even possible. A, A U.S. journalist, a Wall Street journalist, Wall Street Journal is arrested in Russia. Here we go again on charges of espionage. A Wall Street Journal reporter. We're going to get into that. We'll see everything that happens from that standpoint as well. Um, But before we get to our ads, because we're going to show you our ads before we continue on with the show, um, we are also letting you know that there's another story that just popped up when it comes to uh, Ron DeSantis. Get ready. There's going to be a war that starts to take place between Disney and Ron DeSantis. Oh, get your popcorn ready because he's been stripped. Disney stripped DeSantis's district oversight board of any power. So you know what that means? They're going to court. They're going to be fighting each other. And as Major League Baseball comes into its first day, which is a massive, massive day, biggest news story across the country because baseball is our pastime, um, a liberal city, a very liberal city, you know what they did with all the homeless camps around the ballpark? They cleaned them up for the day. 
Hmm. <laughs> they cleaned them up. And now, guess, well, they'll clean them up for the day and then they'll put them back. That's the liberal way, isn't it? It's the liberal way, Let's not way, actually Tabitha. do anything about homelessness. <laughs> Let's just move them out of the way. Uh, but this Kind of is... like you do it when you have guests over, right? And your house isn't clean, you just throw everything in a closet. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, me too. I do that. <laughs> uh, Lizzie, you look great today in your cardinal gear. Tabitha, you look wonderful today. Your hair looked... Did you get a pearly and do your hair today? No, I woke up like 15 minutes ago. Thank you. All right. Your hair always looks great. It looks good. I jump up and go to the bed. Scotty, you look wonderful this morning as well. Thank you. Scotty looks beautiful today. (laughs) Scotty had a hard night of drinking. I can see the sheen across his forehead. He didn't. He didn't. didn't. So we try not to talk to him too much um, unless that voice is there. It'll warm up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that is cancel this cancel this show.com as always like subscribe uh send us the stars if you so desire you can also donate we appreciate that as well at cancel the show.com check out our original content and share that content as well uh we continue to see more likes and views all the time with all the shows that we have done all right with that being said we'll get started i'm vic foster tab of the hassle lizzie sparks scotty gherkin eric johnson on the way and first of all check out our advertisers, our sponsors, our partners who are helping make this go. And if you need any products that they sell, please check them out and let them know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. Hi, have you ever heard of a use tax? Well, it's just another name for sales tax that may be paid on a purchase from Amazon or any out-of-state seller. Until recently, out-of-state sellers didn't have to collect the same tax as our local stores. But recently, the Missouri legislature voted to give our state its portion. Now Chesterfield voters must approve the law to get our city portion. Vote yes on Prop U to support our local stores and help our city pay for police, parks, and streets. Paid for by citizens for Chesterfield's future, Gerald Wright, Treasurer. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment white glove exotic services check them out at cancel marco wait what no response hi i'm curtis barks with complete auto body and repair offering full service and auto repair to st louis and st charles we are looking for someone to say polo that's right we are hiring we want you now if you would like to work in a well-paying environment then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six complete auto body and repair locations will you help me find that missing person please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE that's right 636-488-4473 dad and service oh yeah and service he's (laughs) 
As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601. Or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome back into the show. I just got some breaking news. Hey, we're a live show. We do news updates when it comes to that. Uh, Scotty, I just sent I just sent you a picture, Scotty. If we can pop it up, this is kind of a big deal. Um, obviously, we're a Midwestern show. We're national when it comes to topics. But I don't care where you live in this country or another country. If you have severe weather coming through, um, you rely a lot of times on your what? Your sirens, right? You rely on sirens. Well, we were just updated, and the reason this show has done so well and continues to do well and continues to grow is because of you, the viewers, and the listeners, and you guys give it to us when it comes to the stories and ideas. Well, check this out. Look to the far right, out of service all the way down. At the top of the page, and for our listeners who can't see what we're showing, this is the National Weather Radar Transmitter Outages, the information for Thursday, March 30th, this morning. Okay. There are several cities listed, and it lists where the transmitter is. This is to warn you in case of severe weather, tornadoes, and, you know, whatever else can happen in the area. They're all out of service, those cities. We, and we need to know why. What the hell? We, and the reason why we're bringing this up is because we are expecting to have severe weather tomorrow, not just here in the St. Louis area, but, uh, you know, it's going to spread out across the country. But right here in the St. Louis area... We're expecting to have tornadoes, hail, strong winds, etc. Well, it's very interesting um, <laughs> because I'm looking at that going, oh, yeah, that could be an issue. That could be a massive issue. So great question, Jeff Zerber. Who pays for this? Is it tax dollars? I don't know if it's tax dollars. I don't know. I don't know. Tabitha, you were just talking about the weather. We had an issue with your mic, but we, I think we took care of that. So Yes. And what we've got going on with the whole situation is – when severe weather hits and we're supposed to get massively... We had severe weather in the Midwest last week, right? Well, we had severe weather. Most of the severe weather was much further south. We had that tornado in the Mississippi area. I mean, it traveled, what, 125 miles. There were over, what, 25, 30 people that were killed. I haven't even seen the latest numbers. I, neighborhoods completely flattened. Well, that weather we are supposed to have here tomorrow, and I know my microphone was off and this is exactly what I was trying to reiterate to people, is that tomorrow in the St. Louis region and in other parts of the country as the storm continues to travel west, we're going to see some very extreme severe weather. And that that happens, you know, this time of year, of course, we're in that tornado season. And if we have all of these national weather radar transmitters down, how are we going to be notified? I mean, this is literally a life and death 
situation. We got to find out if that's a, a tax situation or not. If somebody knows that those are our tax dollars, I don't. I didn't think the, ta- the tax dollars paid for the national. And why are they down? Radar. I mean, why are all of these? Why are all of these transmitters down? It's it's so strange, and people need to pay attention because you know what, Vic. Tomorrow is going to be one of those situations. If these transmitters are still down, that means you are going to have to wet- monitor the weather yourself. You're going to have to keep an eye on it. You cannot count well, isn't everybody on a, a meteorologist siren. anyway? We all think we are. <laughs> and we're all probably more right than that's most of the rain. No, it's not going to rain. We're going to get sunshine. But I all. really do think we're going to get it bad tomorrow in this area. <laughs> they got it bad south of us last week. I think we're going to get it this time. Well, we'll see where that goes. Um, I mean, it is a government agency, so I would think it was paid tax, for by yeah, if it's taxes. a government agency, you know they're not taxes. paying for it. <laughs> I mean, this is because we're a red state. They just want to kill us all with a tornado. Okay, <laughs> they do. They do want to just kill us all. Uh, if anything gets back up, we'll let you know what happens with that. What uh, other topic? I know you want to talk about. Um, we've championed it a little bit, and anytime people are tax, tax, no, we don't want tax, tax. Believe it or not, sometimes taxes can be a good thing. Yes, I, they can. I repeat, it can be if. If, if it's explained and if it keeps you away from future taxes. That's correct. Tabitha, prop you on the ballot in Chesterfield. Um, I, I'm not quite sure why people would not want this or want to vote yes on prop you when you break down what it does for local businesses and local businesses are the key of everything conservative and everything for small communities like Chesterfield. I think that when people see taxes on a, on a, a vote on a ballot, they're like, I'm not going to vote for more taxes. Why would I want to pay more taxes? I'm already paying taxes. But I uh, can assure you, if you live in Chesterfield and you're voting for Prop U, you better vote yes for Prop U. Because if you don't, you are really going to hurt yourself and your community. Because right now in the city of Chesterfield, you don't pay pro- property taxes. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, that's unheard of. You do not pay property taxes. And if you want to continue to not pay property taxes, then you need some sort of tax base coming in. Because what ended up, what happens, and we all know a lot of us are online shoppers, correct? Prop U only affects you if you're shopping online. If you're buying products online, you're going to pay extra taxes as part of Prop U. Mm-hmm. But you, guess what? If you don't want to pay Prop U taxes, vote yes on it because the, your county, your city needs those tax dollars so that you don't have to pay property tax. But if you really don't want to pay, you know what? Don't shop online. Support your local community businesses. If you go to your stores and you're, you support your uh, community businesses in, in the city of Chesterfield, you don't have to pay property this property awesome. taxes. We've, we've Does got that a, make sense? Yeah, we got a win-win. Yeah, but we got, a, we got a liberal Democrat actually saying vote no. <laughs> and I think it's just to mess with you. It is. And everybody knows who it is, and I'm not going to say his name. Well, here's, and let's remind people of this. <laughs> if you're in Chesterfield, you don't have property taxes. And if they don't have a way to bring money in, because people aren't shopping locally. Bingo. They're not shopping locally. Yeah, there's some other radio stations in the area that are completely missing the boat. They, they, they have to be. They have they, to be. They just, oh yeah, vote tax. And they don't actually do the deep dive like we do on canceltheshow.com. You have to do deep dives. Yes. Into things. You have to have a brain. That's right. You have to look at things from an intellectual standpoint. You have to take the time to do the deep dive and not just go with the flow. And if you got somebody yelling and screaming, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, support um, your community is where it, it's stands. always an uphill battle if you're trying to get a tax approved in a conservative area. It, it's but. hard. And, and like you said, Vic, so so well is that people just don't understand 
prop you taxes. They think I'm going to have to pay more tax. No, you, if you shop locally, which is what you should be doing anyway, you will not ever have to pay the prop you tax. But you know what? If you vote no on prop you tax, guess what's going to happen? Chesterfield is going to have to have tax dollars coming in some way. And that could be, it, it could literally mean you're going to end up having property taxes or you're going to end don't up having say, Metrolink. Don't, don't say we didn't tell you. <laughs> don't say we Just, didn't warn you. Correct. Scotty's marking the tape. We do our best to educate and inform. And then, hey, you guys take it from there. It's not a life or death issue. No, but, uh, and, and I hate taxes. You know how much <laughs> I hate taxes. <laughs> Me too. And if I lived in the city of Chesterfield, I would be voting yes for Prop U because that actually keeps your taxes down, way down. Hey, by the way, I love our listeners and our viewers on the show, canceltheshow.com. The National Weather Service annual budget, by the way, 204 billion dollars i repeat out. i repeat the national weather service's annual budget uh one it's actually 1.204 billion dollars um and we just showed you the the site of all of the radar systems or sirens not radar systems let me repeat the sirens emergency sirens that are down in the state of missouri <laughs> Such a big deal. Let's call the National Weather Service right I mean, now, Scotty. I mean, this is not a joke. Get him on the phone. This was as of this morning. Now, maybe, maybe there was a technical glitch, right? You and, would hope so. And they're going to fix all like 40 or 50 of them. But keep in mind, this is this is in Arkansas. This isn't just around the state. It's, maybe they took them down and they're getting them prepared for the big storm coming through tomorrow. Yeah, but there's like, what, there was at least five or six in the state of Missouri, at least through St. Louis it's Kansas a, it's City a and big, around the Midwest. Yeah, it's a big outage. We don't know what's going on, but, you know, hopefully we can keep up with it tomorrow. Apparently, the are they've through. been closed for a few weeks due to repairs and what? upgrades. Are you they, serious? You know what? They probably can't get people to work the jobs. They probably can't find technicians. Is that, why, about that. is that why on Monday there was no tornado siren like for the weekly test? That is correct. Because there wasn't one. I wondered why there wasn't how do you, one. How do you know all this, Scotty? <laughs> Kevin behind oh. you is giving me the answers. <laughs> I was like, damn, you are really, really sounding like I follow the NWS. Really <laughs> with what Kevin does out. for a living, he wants to follow the weather. He has to follow the weather. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I hope people share this because this is really, I mean, I take storms very seriously. This is very important information. Trust me, she takes very storms very, very seriously. Just like you're very Catholic, I'm very serious when it comes to storms. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be because I don't have a basement. <laughs> uh, once again, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. couple news headlines. How in the hell do two U.S. military helicopters hit each other in training exercises in Kentucky. Several are dead, still waiting on updates. An update, um, uh, a press briefing on that situation is supposed to occur in about 40 minutes. Um, we'll keep you posted on that. Just a sad story. American lives lost in the skies of Kentucky because two choppers hit each other. These, and these aren't fighter helicopters. These are evacuation helicopters. There's no way in hell that should happen. No. What the heck is going on? And then now you have Very sad situation. military members losing their lives. Another interesting story. I got to wait and see what happens with this. Here we go again. Round two. What does Vladimir Putin win in a duel with Joe Biden and staff? They now have a Wall Street Journal um, reporter in custody in Russia. They're accusing him of espionage. He's a reporter. He's been a reporter. He was in a very strange area. I, 
I know. I'm not, and I'm not I, saying I'm not siding with Russia on this. Well, you know, it it shouldn't have happened. They shouldn't have kidnapped him. They shouldn't have be holding him. But but I, I it is very strange where he was and why he was there. He was in this area called Yakaterina, if I can say it right. And that's just not. I, I don't see why he would be there. Okay, but once again, we don't know the stories. We do not know the story. And from that being story. said, it's like okay. But we are in a war. These things happen in a war. People tend to Brittany, forget we're Brit- in a war. Brit, you say that consistently and have. Brittany Griner's situation, the former WNBA player, she committed a crime. I'm sorry. I think these two situations are far different. They are very different. She committed a crime that everybody knew about, and there was tangible proof that she did. Correct. I can't remember the guy who we gave up, but we got had. Joe Biden, he, he got fleeced. He got made fun of. Worldwide leaders were making fun of America because we got back Brittany Griner, who committed a crime, didn't have to do the time because we gave up a very serious worldwide criminal that we had in custody. So we gave him back to Russia. We got Brittany Griner back finally. Woohoo! Yeah, and we never saw really any public apology for her disrespect to our flag, her disrespect for this country. And we never will. They should have kept her. Her or her wife. Uh, it just just sad. But of course, we knew because we know what Brittany Griner is about. And she showed us who she was. So we shouldn't try to make her something different than what she is or what she has shown us. But now... He shouldn't have been there. You don't think he should have been there? The, uh, Russia told Americans to leave a long time ago. I, they, we shouldn't have any reporters or journalists in Russia right now. We are well, then why war. Then why would Russia have so many journalists or reporters in America, Tabitha? Because they're all over this country. Yes, and we've not told them to leave. That's the difference. <laughs> we have not told them to leave. You know, Russia told Americans to leave Russia quite some time ago. I mean, months ago. They said, you know, if, if you're here, they, they evacuated the embassy in the consulate in Russia before the invasion even took place. I mean, right now, Russia is not a habitable place for Americans because whether we admit it or not, it doesn't matter what side you stand on. The fact is we are supplying Ukraine with all of these weapons and and that is a proxy war whether you want to call it a real war or not and it's not a safe place for us right now well we'll continue to follow that story it is baseball's opening day for the first time all 30 teams first time in a while all 30 teams have their opening day today and of course Cardinal Nation one of the best fan bases in the best in America if not the best the best I did opening (laughs) days in Detroit when I worked there as a uh, sports anchor and a news anchor and I've done opening days here and I'm telling you what guys I'm just being honest while I give St. Louis and Cardinal Nation the edge Detroit was pretty damn close Lizzie I know it's hard to believe for people who've never traveled out of this St. Louis area to believe but I'm telling you opening day in Detroit was massive it was massive as well and if we have detroit listeners they will tell you the same thing but it doesn't quite get to our level in st louis but opening day is great wherever you are i mean that's it, it really is baseball is such a huge huge sport the passion is there because it is our pastime but in the midst of having opening day denver is that a conservative or liberal city tabitha very, very liberal. Yeah, it's a very liberal city. Well, they're getting a bunch of backlash from other liberals in their city because the city doesn't want all the homeless camps. There are several homeless camps all over Denver and right near Coors Field. So what's going on? Oh, yeah, they came in. They picked up all the homeless camps. They erased them, cleaned up the area. Um, they took them and, and housed them for opening day, but they're going to put them back right after. 
Well, I mean, you you know, you got to do something with them. Well, for one day. <laughs> well, homeless one whole day. Homeless advocates are saying, "quote It's disgraceful." It is. And they're not trying to solve the problem, as you said, Tabitha. They're just trying to provide some optics that make it look like they're trying to do something. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm going to say this. Yes, it's happening in Denver. It, it happens here in St. Louis City. I can guarantee you it's happened today for Cardinals opening day that they have swept all of the homeless folks off of the sidewalks because they sleep all over around Bush Stadium, all over around Enterprise Center. It, I don't, but the, they, the they homeless do. in St. Louis is nothing like it is in Denver. It's, it's a, not. It's different, but they, trust me, it's a big problem in most cities. They do it for the Super Bowl. They sweep all the homeless up just like they're uh, trash, put them in a container in a bin until the event is over, and then they all get to come back out again. Margie says it's kind of like a staycation. staycation. I mean, I don't want to laugh because if you're homeless, there's a lot that goes into that. Oh, it's, it's um, horrible for so many people. I, I've so done horrible. several stories. I mean, whether it's mental illness, whether it's veterans, whether it's drugs, there's reasons because nobody chooses to go outside and live uh, on a street. Well, some people do, but... And unless unless something has happened, Tabitha. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, they're starting to, their opening day is next week, but they're starting to clean the city up now. And everybody's like, wait a second. Oh, now, so what's going to happen after you bring in the homeless? They once, should all go to Springfield, Missouri, because once. they allow them to do whatever they want there. Oh my gosh. They do. Tab is um, right. This was, I thought this was interesting though. A 2021 report estimated that the city of Denver spent um, about between $41,000 and $104,000 per homeless person per year. Activists believe the city should increase housing availability, though, um, for those on the streets and provide more services like trash pickup to camps. Are you kidding me? Homelessness is not profitable. What? That's the problem. If homelessness were proper, profitable, Vic, good point. We, we wouldn't have any homeless people. If they could figure out a way to make money off of homeless people, we wouldn't have this problem. But, but that is, unfortunately, homelessness costs every state a lot of money. Well, those are some of the headlines that we've been talking about and getting into. Uh, we've got much more to talk about today, but there's a big story that just happened. Um, we learned about it yesterday. Um, a woman named Lauren Aikens, she's a mom at the Fox uh, C6 School District. Um, we're going to bring Lauren in right now. We appreciate Lauren jumping in to uh, join us today. Laura, we say good morning to you. Um, good morning. I, hi, welcome to Cancel This. Um, first of all, let's explain, tell everybody what happened, because all I did in teasing the story was tell people, hey, you have a high school student that went to a anti-bullying speech, and then what came out of that? You're like, uh-uh, not on my watch. Something needs to be done, and you did something about it. Um, yes, actually, it's middle school, which is even more concerning. Wow. Um, so 12, 13, 14-year-olds. Um, and I, I basically, I made a post. There was an assembly that happened at my son's school um, under the guise of anti-bullying. And this, this group was Vital Dance Crew, and they were not vetted um, fully by the school board um, or by any of the administrators. Um, so I made a post on Facebook, just seeking clarification, hoping I was desperately wrong about, um, what I had seen. And my son came home and showed me some absolutely, um, disturbing photos. Um, and one of the dancers that was involved in the group was just basically butt naked. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, but you know, I mean, he is just. 
He is naked and um, very lewdly, provocatively shown. Uh, so my concern was, how did this happen? Um, it's there. There's of course rumors because you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, but you know he wasn't naked at the show, um, but he was um, sharing his personal Instagram or personal social medias. I've gotten reports from several children that said he was sharing his personal and private social media accounts um, that led to extremely explicit photos. Um, some were him getting out of the shower. Um, some are him showing all the way down to almost his very, very personal business. Um, uh, just to say the least. Um, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing my best to, for whatever reason that I was chosen to be in this position, I'm doing my very best to speak for the body of parents that are concerned. Um, this isn't an attack or a vendetta. Um, I'm concerned. This this is something that has come into the school. And um, after I spoke to the principal, she, which I, honestly, of course, she's in between a rock and a hard place now. Um, so, you know, I'm humbled for her, but it is um, a, a situation where they weren't vetted. Um, the, the name of the school is Fox C6 School District. Um, the school that my son saw the assembly at is Fox Middle School. And she said that they weren't, um, they weren't vetted other than through this individual website, which is the promotional website for getting them into assemblies. Um, and she said that she did Google them on her work computer, which has, you know, the software protected software to keep kids from looking up um, pornographic stuff, you know, explicit things, whatever. And so, but if you, you know, if you start to search the Vital Dance Crew, you'll find articles from other parents from other states and cities that were extremely upset about what their child had been exposed to. So I'm I'm doing my best to just voice it. Yes. Ugh, That's completely unacceptable. This I mean, was this was for middle schoolers, the picture that we're showing, right? Yes. So and this um, this guy went there under Vital Dance Crew is who they were hired under. Um, that is the name of their dance crew. But the issue being is that when he came into the school, and I feel like the school was potentially duped too. So the point is, is let's not let more schools have this happen. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, you know, Dr. Jackson at Fox Middle would never want another administrator to be dealing with what she's going through, what they're going through as a school. Um, and as the village that's supposed to stick together, we've got to work together to fix this. Um, so they, they, the, the students were given the personal um, social media handles, things like that. Check me out on, you know, whatever, Instagram, Facebook, all of this. And I want to be very clear. I don't care how this grown man identifies. I don't care what his personal private business is. But it's personal private business. It's not for 12, 13, and 14-year-olds. Um, he so shouldn't be giving out his private social media accounts that that i don't know i i guess i don't fully understand the situation who he works for what this group is where they came from they're independent they're, they're a private just, company what needs to happen is, is somebody needs to con if you haven't already contact the attorney general because this is something the attorney general needs to be on because they need to send Good out some point. sort of warning to all of the schools all across the state that if this group approaches you if they want to be part of assembly at your school 
this is not allowed. It's not acceptable. It's pornographic. It's a, a, a form of grooming, quite honestly. If he's giving out the his information to his personal social media accounts and there's near naked or naked photos of him on there, that's 100% unacceptable. And, and that's my stance on it, Tabitha. Like, the concern is, you know, with, with the climate of the world today and our children are, you know, exposed to so much stuff, I have had... So many parents stand there and say that, you know, they, they don't allow their kids to, you know, be on social media. They don't allow their, their kids to watch these things. Um, we can't control fully what our children see. We've all been teenagers, lied about going somewhere. I get it. But when you become a parent, we have to take a next level step to protect our children from the things of this world. This is not an okay thing. We have kids going through a lot of their own issues. Um, and... Quite frankly, I feel like I said, the the school was duped, other schools have been duped, and if he came there under Vital Dance Crew, and he only promoted Vital Dance Crew, and it was just, you know, fully clothed, um, you know, events, maybe that would be just fine. Well, Lauren, but what he what he's but doing this is was for anti. It was an it was billed as an anti bully speech, which, which I would have to makes say no sense. But yeah, but without when you see the pictures, look at that, the picture. But this is fishing. What what the point? But what that, I'm saying is, there's nothing wrong with anti bully speakers. I want to make of sure. course not. Of but course when not. you when you promote yourself as anti bullying, and then it actually gets into grooming and it's called sex, fishing and. It, Bingo what this guy things. is doing, he's giving out his personal Instagram information, his personal information to these children, seeing how many will he lure in? How many will contact him? That's It's called fishing. He's throwing the line out, seeing how many he can get, and that is how children become groomed. And I just, I concerned with, you know, I had seen, I had other people send me, you know, photos and things like that. There's a screenshot of, um, on the original post of a young girl who um, I guess they went he, they went to their school in February, and her caption is, "You should have seen the look on my principal's face when you ripped your shirt off." Oh, my soul left my body. Oh, I mean, I just I'm sorry, but what grown man does any of this in front of a child? And I have asked several grown men. Um, I've asked my husband, "What would you do if a 14 year old messaged you on your private message?" He's like, "Oh, delete that. I don't want that on my phone." Exactly. Yeah, and, and any responsible adult would do the same, vice versa, grown man, woman, whatever. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot to this that I, you know, I'm not just going to blame one person at the school. I'm not going to blame one parent. I'm not blaming. I'm asking as a community, what can we do as school administration? What policies are we going to enact? What are we going to set up for the future? I don't want, you know, speakers not allowed at the school. I want them to go through a proper vetting process. Who, who, I'm not a school administrator, but, but me, having never been a teacher, never worked in a school, I would look at this dance crew and I would, first of all, think, what in the world does this have to do with bullying? And who am I exactly trying to reach in the student body with these people? And none of it makes sense to me. To me, it's like, just, am I missing the point? It just seems like a complete failure on the school's part. And Tabitha, I, I agree with Tabitha here. Lauren, you're doing a great job not blaming the principal, but I, I blame the principal. I, I'm with Tabitha on that. I am a former but, school administrator and you know, it always trickles uphill there. Yes. When you look at this person at all, and I have researched it after talking to you, Lauren, and all you have to do is barely look at him 20 seconds and you see that he's a grooming 
a possible pedophile himself. So someone does have to take the fall for this. Not saying they should get fired, but who did this? I mean, you need to find out who did not vet them. And what does a dance crew have to do with anti-bullying? Well, one thing from talking to Lauren is the principal did try to vet him. Can you explain that situation, Lauren, what happened when you vet somebody on school computers? Yes. So she had said that she, you know, Googled them, uh, Googled Vital Dance Crew on the school computer, at which point we we all know that if not all schools, most schools have an IT department that has a software in place that, you know, eliminates. It's essentially like a Google safe search. Um, so they're not pulling up any, you know, uh, dis- disgusting material. Well, then she should have gone home and researched it. And, well, yeah, and, but and you I, do a lot at school, though, too, Tab. I know. I don't like what I saw, but I can understand a principal. I, I, I'm not a principal. I would have done more research, and I'm not, I'm not even right. affiliated with the but school. But the word is to get the word out. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah, angry by and, the whole thing. No, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm oddly, while I am disturbed and I'm upset, I am at that peace beyond all understanding uh, phase because this isn't my battle. Um, God's not okay with this um, and this exposure to his kids. I'm not here to, you know, reprimand anybody for any type of sin. Trust me. I, they've been singing a song about a wretch like me for hundreds of years. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, full, full, full disclosure there. But my, my concern is just the, you know, again, this like over-sexualization of children, this, you know, exposure to this, it's, it's not okay. Now I will give the principal, um, you know, kudos and credit because as soon as she saw what was coming out about this group, she was the one that reached out to the superintendent, said, you know, we need to put a stop to this. This can't go to the other two schools. So well, you know, it's her. not like, yeah. So it's not like once she saw it, she was like, meh, it's fine. Um, but it, you know, it was definitely, um, and it was. Like you said, I felt like they were duped as well because of this one website that shows it's anti-bullying. The dancing and the music was, you know, an attempt to get children involved. Um, and which do I have a personal standing with a couple of the lyrics from some of the songs? Yes, I do. Um, but it's a song from the 80s. So I'll let him do him. But, you know, I just there is there is a a, dis, a disgusting indoctrination of our children Um nationwide and worldwide right now and let's what happened to just letting kids be kids i am all for mental health support i am all for talking through things but i am not and nor do i shove my adult beliefs or standings down even my own child's throat um so it's just honestly the the disgust was the fact that you know this person was allowed to go there under vital dance crew and then explain to other people and take photos with children and, you know, explain, Oh yeah, check me out on Instagram. Check me out on Facebook. Check me out on Twitter, Twitter, which they're all, they're all disgusting for children. You're an adult. Do you for an adult like what you like, but for, for children, this doesn't need to be something that they learn about at school. No. I think we have a, a certain expectation. Uh, middle school. How many? Well. Yeah, you know how yes. many people that can speak at a school on bullying that, that that have nothing to do with a dance crew? People who've experienced it, kids who have grown up and can talk about that. There are so many influential people who can come to a school and talk about bullying. And it doesn't have to be this woke dance group. It's like, what in the world is wrong with schools these days? You know what it is? They're still doing, I call it the 2% rule. They're catering to the far, far, far left on the 2%. And every time they do it, they're going to lose. It's never going to work out well. And that's what I blame on the principal. 
Yeah, I will definitely say that this has been, um, and I think an eye-opening experience and thank you first of all for the exposure of it no pun intended um, but you know thank you for the exposure of this just because there's there's a lot of issues um, with this current school board and administration um, I have only had thank you Jesus I have only had a couple parents uh, come at me personally but I I'm okay with it whoa 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 time out that you buried the lead why would parents be coming at you? What are they saying? Oh, um, they are um, saying that I am just upset about his, you know, personal choices. And I, you know, I don't say yes. Don't that's like okay to be. Identify okay. There's parents things. that like that. There, There's parents that this, this one particular parent, apparently um, she supports that the school should not have, you know, or should have vetted them um, more scrutiny with more scrutiny. But um, she is convinced that I have a personal vendetta because, yes, ironically enough, my son was labeled a bully because he was in a Snapchat group um, about another child who I have three videos of in physical altercations. And so this group was more or less protecting two females that had allegations. And so um, it, it was it was a mess. Um, and my son ended up with uh, 13 days out of school suspension for being a part of the group and sharing um, a password. Um, so was I totally disappointed in my son for sharing a password or for being a part of a group rather than coming to me? 100%. We had multiple conversations and that's exactly why he brought this to me. He yeah. was like, mom, this isn't right. So, you know, this is what happened at school. He told me about it. He told me that the guy was sharing his personal. Yeah, you but know, look at those me. pictures. We'll show those pictures again. I just, I'm, I'm glad that it was only a few. Tabitha often says it's the loud minority of people that may accept this for middle schoolers as we show pictures of this guy's uh, Instagram account or and whatever it is. Exactly. And it's not about it's being snap. against a gay man. It's about the this fact that- This has nothing to do with It's being, being promoted gay. to children. It's about yes. a guy giving out his private personal information. I again, that's fishing. They're looking for who will bite so they can groom them into something more. And I, I'm not accusing the guy of being a pedophile, but but this is, is exactly very symptomatic of those situations. Right. And it's just, it's a very dangerous situation as parents yes we can't be everywhere all the time we don't know about this all the time but at the same time this is something that we need to step up as parents we need to yes my child has privacy in the shower and in his bedroom while changing i pay for that cell phone i provide that cell phone so no you don't just get complete anonymity in your cell phone in your text messages and in your and, and if you need to hide it from me then we need to have a character talk yeah you know we, you know so i am that parent um, and, and there's a lot of parents at Fox that are like this. There's, if, if you see the original post, there's like 230 something comments of, of very concerned parents. There's several other pa parents that posted about it and have hundreds of parents from other districts even that are concerned because this guy's traveling to other schools <laughs> under this anti-bullying. Oh, that's why the well, attorney Lauren, general needs to step yeah, in. Lauren, we appreciate you joining us today. I think you brought up something too, before you go. Um, you brought up school board issues. I mean, it's impossible to break down every single school's situation when it comes to their, the, the school board, but there's votes coming up April 4th. There's a, the, yes. there'll, there'll be people on the ballot. Some good people. Which is why we say, do your research, do your research, um, do your research for your own particular school district. Um, we could talk about it here, but we'd be, I mean, we'd have to do eight hour shows 
uh, for two months straight to get every school district in so that every school district felt represented. Yes. With that being said, you bring it up. If you care about your kids, you're going to study who the people are on your particular school district school board because you already said there's been some issues. It's everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's more of a conservative Jefferson County, St. Louis County, wherever, uh, or any other county across the country. So you brought it up. Uh, you, you, hey, you know what? You made a call. That's all you did. And then uh, uh, you, you made some progress. So um, I, I, I pray and we pray that you don't get any backlash from any other parents, even if they're the loud minority and anything else that you're dealing with. Send anything, them our way. Anything else you want to leave us with this morning before we let you go? Um, you know, I just, I do want to say that just anywhere, because I know that this is seen, you know, nationwide, worldwide, anybody that's watching, I, this is a call to action for parents to step up, to stand up, to reach out and, you know, be um, proactive, be active in, you know, in our kids' lives. I get that we all work. I get that we all have so much going on. And that's exactly what the world wants from us, to be too busy to parent our children so that they can try and raise them how they want them. That's right. And so I, I appreciate the opportunity here. And I appreciate what everyone is, what everyone is doing to spread the news. Um, I do champion everyone to reach out to the Foxy Six School District and voice their own opinions on this. Um, the Attorney General was reached out to actually, um, and mm -hmm. there was a Sunshine Law um, uh, request from uh, Fox School District uh, regarding this. So, meaning that they, it's been requested that they show and provide all emails, communication, deleted, sent, oh. anything like that regarding. Good. Wow, that's great. Oh, Love that, Lauren. Good job, Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, you're a rock star. Yeah, you are. You're super you intelligent. You are a rock star. Super Lauren. intelligent. Very well spoken. Very. I didn't. I didn't send it. I want to give. <laughs> I want to give them credit. I didn't send it. I was like, go, Brandon. Okay. Um. So, but there's, <laughs> let's go, there's Several several parents that are on this, and there's. I, I just want that old school. I was born in 88, y'all. I just want that old school community because you couldn't mess up in front of anybody's mama without getting in trouble, ah. you know? And I want that back. Um, I want that back. Uh, so, for, but for all of our children and for, for all the children to come, I have a 14-year-old and I have a two-year-old. So I just pray that there's a difference before she is of school age, yeah. period. If there's more parents guys, like you, it will make a difference. Good job, Lauren. Way to thank go. Thank you so much, Lizzie, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate you for asking. Uh, you got it. Way to rock and roll. We'll talk to you later, Lauren Akins. We appreciate it. If anything else comes, please yeah. let us know if there's anything that comes out of the, the sunshine request. Because so many times, as I learned being in news, we think we have this story and then the sunshine request gets filed and then you get all the transcripts. And then we find out, oh, what the district really did know about this. So please yes. keep us posted on the updates because I know you'll be all over it. I sure will, and I really will. I appreciate you so much. All right. Bye, Lauren. Have a great Bye, day. Bye, Lauren. You too. How unbelievable, isn't it? But but can we reverse this a little bit? Of course. Let's let's just say the dance crew, it was not a gay man. It was a straight man. Scott, can you show the picture one more time uh, if you have it while you're talking? Let's just say, let's take gay out of the equation. Let's say it was a straight man, and this straight man was giving little girls his personal Instagram account. Or giving little girls his personal social media accounts or his private information, it's still grooming. It's like it's just not acceptable across the board that an adult is giving children their private personal information. It's not okay. 
Eric, where are you exactly. on everything, buddy? Oh wow! What I just see you making. I see you making faces. You're like, oh man! Oh, it's just it's it's everything's bundled in this weird weird world we're living in right now. It's like this was uh, we're we're talking about you know these high schools and we're talking everything is just so jacked up and this, this was a middle school eric it's unbelievable a middle school it's un- it's it, there is just a there's a go no go thing that we should be getting back to everything ai uh you know situations like this in high schools why do we have to police this stuff we send our kids to schools to police it for us that's why we give you our kids in the morning you we, can't trust we the schools literally anymore. you can't parents I'm. I. We hand our most prized possession over to you at eight thirty in the morning, and we demand them back at three thirty. We look at you as a partner, or we used to look at you as a partner. Can't anymore. You can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. It's kind of like I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to send my kid to a pit bull school, and hopefully, you don't get your face chewed off. No, you would never do that. You would never send your kid to something super dangerous, and hopefully, they come back that next day. You send them somewhere because you hope the state, in the old days, was doing the right thing in educating your kid. Exactly. If it could happen at Fox, it's happening everywhere. If it could happen at Fox. Think about it. It's Fox (laughs) I can't believe that. A very freedom-loving, great Mm. area to live. Freedom fighters. It happened there. We talk about what happened at Fox C6. We've been talking about things being in schools. Check out this video that happened earlier this week. This is a drag show at a high school and look at the, this girl gets a lap dance just this blew my mind i don't even know if i can watch oh, it. You, oh i've seen here oh, it is yeah. what the hell yeah that's out of school high school what school is that can we call them that Yeah, how about that? If that were a straight man, he'd be in jail right now. You know what we need because right, right now? Tabitha, Tabitha, you know what we need? Absolutely. What a great point, Tabitha. You're you know right. What? Well, he, she is right. You know what we need right now? We can't do this anymore. We need psychiatrists, not psychologists. We need psychiatrists to get involved and say, if you do this to a developing mind in high school, here's your consequences 20 years from now. And there are some. I mean, I'm talking. Where, I'm where talking, are they hurt? They don't have a platform. Them in. I'm talking clinical psychiatry. If look, I remember when I was in high school, you're impressionable. That's the word. Impressionable. Very much. So. Okay. You see, when I was in school, I remember a rock band coming in and playing Night Ranger songs, mm-hmm. and they were doing an assembly. That that I still remember to this day. That's Are you right. a bassist because how, of that? How no? Probably. How <laughs> I still remember to this day how that inspired me to get up and play guitar. I remember it. I was that that assembly of the kids screaming yes. and having fun. That's that might be why I'm actually a musician today. It was it's Parkway Central High School. It was back when I was in eighth grade. And I was like, I have to do this for the rest of my life. When I saw that video right there, that could be the thing that triggered that girl to not be a lesbian, to not be in that community. But immediately, that could have been the thing that sucked her in to yes. a different direction in life. And Eric, that's why they're grooming the kids and, at an assembly. And that's why Bingo. I'm saying we don't need psychologists. We don't need counselors anymore. We need psychiatrists. Well, we need parents but, to step up. But it's parents. That's, parents that's have always to do been the my stepping deal. up. Everything's well, no, the parents. parents need to step up to stop it. Yes. Just to, just to stop just it. Like like, it's like AI. It's just like AI. But Eric... 
You stop Robert, AI because you don't know how much damage it's doing. Robert Robert has one, a great quote. Not to throw the baby with the bathwater out, but he says in the comment line, every psychologist I know needs one. You now, know this that is him saying Psychiatrist. Well, there's a lot of truth well, to that. A lot of people who go into psychology have a Well, so problem. here's the deal. I'm a, I'm a one billion percent believer in this. The human brain is nothing more than an interface between reality and what's going on. It's a computer. Mm -hmm. sure what you put into the damn computer is what's going to come out of the computer. That's all there is to it. Well, why are we allowing grown men to dance on children? Because like I just said, if this was a straight man and this was like We're a Chippendale show, that's the, the school principal and the people at the school would be going to jail because that would be illegal. You cannot do that to minors. But it's okay because it's a drag show. It just doesn't make any sense to me when are we ever going to well, get a grip and, and it might you know, be too it's late. about political it's too late. i'm telling you right is. now guys it's too late i don't care how many parents rise up now they had a conference with the senators the other day and uh, one of the generals were they were trying to press the generals why are you having transgender dances on bases and, the, and, and, and what's but, his name i can't remember his name but he was like saying uh well you don't really support it but you know yeah it does happen it should not happen there are certain places mm -hmm. that you don't have uh, transgender dances. You shouldn't have. I, I don't think you should. That have. high school, by the way, is Forsyth Tech. It's in North Carolina. Is that fo what is it? Forsyth. Oh, Tech. so that's not that's not Fox. Here. No, the original oh, no, no, no. story was Lauren with the pictures of who they right, brought right, right, in. Right. Was Fox? Okay. The drag dancing queen on the high school student yeah. touching behind in face. Yeah. Was from Forsyth Tech in North Carolina. Yeah. And the point being, where does it stop? You know, oh, like if this is what we're allowing, where does it stop? Like exactly. I, I kind of agree with Eric, but I, I keep my hope in the Lord that, you know, like it's it not done if we all stand up. You know what I mean? So, but it's just, it is, it is an absolute mess. And to see where I, I, I remember whenever the old heads in my time were like, oh, if we allow this, it's going to be the people marrying animals. But now we've got people that, you know, are trying to go for, you know, minor attracted persons or whatever. And it's just, I'm like, okay, well, maybe grandpa, maybe he was right. A little right. He I was think a little, grandpa was right. Yeah, no, that know, is exactly right. It's, you know, there's no such thing. That's called a pedophile. That's not, that's no, not it's, it's called desensitizing. It's political, it's, 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 That's what yes. it is. It's, it's this brush of desensitizing. It's like, oh, well, I guess this wasn't so bad. You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing. It's like, and I will say this, back in the 90s, Ellen DeGeneres shocked the nation by coming out and being a lesbian on TV. Remember that? Yes. And everybody's like, oh, well, I guess that wasn't so bad. Okay, Ellen, we like Ellen, and she's a lesbian. She got kicked off her show. But l later, over years, we got desensitized to it, okay. and we were very accepting to it. This is different. This is different. This is this, very different. This yes. is kids. And I'm in a mixed marriage. So, uh, you know, just 50, 60 years ago, I, my, my marriage was not approved of either. So Good I'm, point. I'm for change, and I'm for... Um, love, I'm for acceptance, but I'm not for abuse. And this, yes. when you're shaking your physical body parts in a, if, if, if somebody was getting naked in front of their own child all the time and it was said in front of the wrong person, it would be considered abuse. Like we can't allow this and then just be like, well, you know, we have to cater to, or we it's have political to. correctness, Lauren. Yeah. And, and I really struggle with that. I'm not going to lie. I, well, I, what's I the lesson too. learned here? Then, then let's, let's figure out what the lesson learned is. The lesson learned is it's, it's the, okay. So Ellen DeGeneres uh, anecdote is she's an adult. Here's the, here's the right. lesson learned. We protect kids. 
We yeah. protect this kids. It's all about protecting kids. We've been talking about this on Cancel This for a exactly. while. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If all you want to be a trans kids. if you want to be a transgender drag queen and perform at the you know at the stadium in front of a 500,000 people, fine, knock yourself out. There's a there's definitely a time and a place for that. There's also a times and places that you don't bring in um, you know, crack cocaine. There's also right. places where you don't bring alcohol. There's also places that you don't bring in, um, you know, trans shows. And that's where you're programming kids' minds. That's they, should, they can't have adults dancing on kids is what it comes down to. It doesn't matter whether they're drag queens, straight men, straight women. You don't bring That was very people, involuntary, wasn't it? You don't bring adults into wasn't a school to dance yes. on kids. You know, there's yes. places in, in, the, in the country that won't allow Will to do a lap dance on people in, in, in the PRL show because... Because it's not tolerated. It's it's like socially but not it is tolerated. In schools, you mean different but it is in states? Schools. Different different venues that we play. We have to do a a PG thirteen show. Seriously. And think about that. That's with adults. That's like with Dennis adults. I was saying. Drunk adults. Was saying, this is kids we're dealing with <laughs> yes, now. Children. Exactly. Right. This oh is what God. we're doing to our children. children. But you know what? People have options. It's hard. I know it's hard for people who work and have kids in public yeah. school. But we have to start getting community schools. I'm not talking about charter schools. Charter schools are just as woke yeah. as any as Scott Fawn reminded us. It's the same as this. It's the we same as this. Imagine, schools. imagine this. You're in a liberal city. Watch this. You're in a liberal city and there's a conservative school there that basically promotes Trump MAGA hats and flags and you're in this liberal school. The liberals would lose their damn mind. Well, hell yeah, they, they sure would. would. Think about that for a they second. Would. They would hey, lose their mind. Lord, we appreciate you jumping in with us today. This is Cancel the Show, canceltheshow.com. We've got Scotty Gherkin here, engineer, producer on the boards, Lizzie Sparks running all the social media, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Big show, that's an hour already down on opening day all across the country, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Jim Kennedy. Just wait till you get an education here. It blew my mind with what's happening with China's monopoly on rare earth metals. Why should you care when you hear that? You're like, oh, okay, rare earth metals. Uh, just wait to hear some of the shocking things that have happened, what's going on, how it affects you and your future, and also what America is trying to do as we move forward. Uh, this is CancelThisShow.com. We've got another hour of this live podcast. Again, special thanks to Lauren Akins, the Foxy Six mom, who was doing everything she could to protect her kid and other children in school. Once again, CancelThisShow.com. Got a quick little break. Check out our partners, our advertisers. If you need any of the products that they're selling, please check them out. They're great people. Let them know you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. You can also make a donation on our website, uh, the free speech that we have here. And on top of it all, if you know advertisers, people that would like to get involved with us, just let us know as well. Back with more canceltheshow.com right after this. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Happy Thursday, March 30th, opening day for Major League Baseball across the country. Of course, we're a St. Louis-based show, but we do a national show when it comes to our topics, our headline, our content. Uh, you'll see Lizzie and myself wearing red because um, we are St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans. Hopefully you have a great opening day across the country, wherever you're uh, joining us from today as well. Remember, you can always catch out all of our original content at CancelThisShow.com. 
please like our stuff, subscribe to all of our platforms. Share, it helps us as well. And when you share, it doesn't just have to be today's show. Share previous shows. A lot of that content is evergreen. It applies to our everyday lives right now. Uh, Scotty Gherkin here, Lizzie Sparks. By the way, Tabitha Hassel had to leave for the day. She's got some personal things. So Tabitha's gone. Eric Johnson is here as well. And of course, as we talk about original content, we also talk about our next guest. Because uh, when I was introduced to Jim Kennedy, I was like, yeah, I've heard of rare earth minerals. I've heard of some things. Um, you know, I, I've heard the term lithium. Lithium ion batteries are important, things like that. But I had no idea what was going on, where America sits, how China is dominating in yet another area. So we decided to get Jim Kennedy on. So we welcome Jim Kennedy into the show today. Jim, if you could, first of all, tell everybody about your consulting company, what you do, and of course, why we need to know about what's going on with these rare earth minerals. Um, so uh, I... Uh work on a couple of industrial projects here in Missouri. Uh, one of them is reopening a, uh, an iron ore mine that turned out to have uh, the one of the most important rare earth deposits in the world. Um, and um, in the process of um, developing it and uh, assessing it, we, um, we uh, realized how important the uh, resource was. I think I told you this story the other day. Uh, um, we were uh, working with engineers and um, we were looking to reopen the iron ore mine. And I found some boxes that uh, talked about these resources that, uh, that nobody had developed. And uh, the engineers weren't interested in that at all. They were interested in the big picture. So I spent about 90 days working on them and uh, it took me about 90 days to figure out that uh, these critical materials uh, were in all of our weapon systems, all the advanced technology in the world, and that uh, the United States uh, value chain ceased to exist. We literally didn't have the most rudimentary portion of the value chain. Um, and um, so I thought this was a little shocking. So I sent a letter off to, um, uh, if you remember, uh, Russ Carnahan, uh, yeah. Congressman Carnahan and Senator Kit Bond. And um, they... Um, they put me in touch with the, pe the Pentagon and I had a few meetings with the Pentagon and uh, realized that uh, the problem was a lot bigger than I had thought. Uh, the problem wasn't exclusively a Chinese problem. The problem was uh, largely an American problem. And um, I spent the past 15 years trying to uh, solve this problem. So, um, you know, that is a large part of what I do. I consult on it globally. Uh, I actually consult on rare earth mining projects all over the world. I've worked for a number of governments on the topic. Uh, I've been a speaker at the United Nations on the topic. Um, so uh, it it uh, it's it's almost a full time job. Yeah, it is. What so China? We all talk about China getting into into Africa, and we get to talk about China. They're doing it right. Um, what are the, some of the, the elements that we are we really need now and we need yeah, to, great question. We, we need to shift gears immediately. What are some of those uh, elements that we have to get under our belt immediately? So look, I mean, what do you want to do? Um, some people uh, have this green you know net zero dream, uh, okay. which is never going to happen uh, based on the fact that China controls, 
literally every single element required to manufacture these things. If you're worried about the United States uh, defending itself, again, China controls all of those same materials. Um, if you're talking about really basic things in life, you'll find out that China controls pretty much all of those. I just threw together a tiny little list of things that China has uh, radically disproportionate control over. Let me just go through it for you. Damn, I've already gone like, holy moly. Wow. Oh, this is so bad. By the way, we have something inside the Pentagon called the, uh, the, uh, the Industrial Base, the National Industrial Base Policy Group. And they're supposed to make sure that uh, at no point is America's national industrial base at risk because that same uh, industrial base feeds the Pentagon. So this has been going on so long. Let me just go through this list for you. Manganese, they control 93%. That's used for super alloys and wear metal. Mercury used in lots of things, 89%. Vanadium, super important uh, uh, alloy for super metals, 60%. Tantalum, one of the most important um, um, metals for um, uh, electronics and advanced electronics, 90%. Tungsten, mm -hmm. it's what we use for our bullets, right? 83%. Oh. Lithium for batteries, about 60%. Cobalt for our batteries, for super alloys, for everything else that we use in technology, almost 70%. Uh, graphite, way into the 90s. Spherical graphite for electric vehicle batteries, 100%. Um, aluminum, 55. Antimony, which is used for lots of thing, things in the chemical process uh, area, 84%. Arsenic, again, uh, 61%. Bismuth, 70%. Gallium, 96%. Germanium, 72%. Indium, 57%. Um, you know, so... What exactly are they doing in the Pentagon's uh, uh, military industrial base group? Are they, is it nap time? I mean, this didn't happen overnight. This happened over decades. Well, you asked and that I rhetorically. Can... What's the answer? It sounds um, intentional. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I, the, 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 you, you hit the wall so many times. You're like, this can't be an accident. Incompetence can't occur that many times in a row you a, a blind kid in a batting box would do better than these guys it is insane hmm. um yeah well there's a lot of arguments that it is intentional um but uh you know you're supposed to be generous and say well maybe they're just exactly stupid so yep, yep. so what would you rather be i don't know um so anyway this problem is extreme i've been working on it for 15 years I went to the Pentagon 15 years ago and laid out exactly what was going on in rare earth materials. Um, the Pentagon, um, wrapping themselves in ignorance and the American flag, um, were uninterested in assessing the raw data I provided, the geochemical data I provided, uh, the technical data I provided, uh, instead, uh, they listened to some silk suits from Wall Street, and they committed all of the United States uh, national security to a con corporation out of California that had a uh, uh, you know also was had a uh, 
office in Colorado. And uh, they threw everything into this company called Molly Corp, which turned out to be a massive fraud and a massive bankruptcy. Uh, it took 10 years, 12 years for this entire thing to roll out. Uh, after the dust settled and the ashes cooled, I went back to the Pentagon. Actually, I was I'd been to the Pentagon probably 12 times. You know, but after after the the wreckage and the carnage and they shifted through all the bodies, I thought, well, maybe they'll get it this time. Lo and behold, a new group of scoundrels came in, uh, bought the exact same deposit, sold the exact same project to the Pentagon again. Um, and so, look, you ask me, what do you do? Um, I, I don't know. Um, logic, facts, reason. Um, they're just they don't seem to get uh, much play. We're talking with James Kennedy. He's an internationally recognized expert on the economic, national security, and geopolitical ramifications of China's rare earth monopoly, as you just heard regarding products. So what you just said, are you saying that China can essentially control all of our military power, our military supplies moving forward? Yeah, yeah they can also shut down practically every um, high-value um uh, production line in the yeah. United States. Yep. Dear God, Korea, this, Japan. This is Europe. nowhere in the national media well, anywhere, pharma, Jim. They're, they're doing it with pharmaceuticals as well. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's, short, there's yeah. shortnesses in the pharmaceutical industry right now that are really um, putting a strain on on people. So it's it's not. This is across the board. And like you said, if it was incompetence, incompetence can be fixed. But if it's if it's intentional with malicious outcome, sounds malicious. Then you can't fix it. It's not fixable. Jim, I have a question, and this might sound very simplistic, but a lot of people in our government right now is pushing, get rid of TikTok, get rid of TikTok. My thought is, if China is already covering everything and can take over our economics and shut everything down, what is our government doing just focusing on TikTok only? Mm. Lizzie, don't you understand the geopolitical risk and ramifications of China getting a hold of our best cat videos? I mean, right, seriously. Okay. Yeah, right, right. And our dancing children. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, distractions. Everything's a distraction. Yeah, yeah that's what um, I thought, too. Well, here's the thing. It's you have this this landmass. It, it's not in the Pacific. It's in the Atlantic. It's 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 China knows. And correct me where I'm wrong here. China knows that it cannot take over the landmass of the United States with two diesel-powered uh, aircraft carriers and maybe a, enough army to take over Portland, Oregon, or whatever. So they're doing. Are, are, do you see that the um, that China is doing this through the back door and they're just doing everything very efficiently right now, like going and giving massive loans to South and North Africa, like coming into our hemisphere and buying up port space. Do you are you able to see what the the mosaic is that they're putting together? Can you step back and go, oh, now I'm starting to see what's going on here. So, Eric, you're exactly right. Um, the United States has been obsessed with projected power, right? That's walking around with a baseball bat and roughing up little people that can't defend themselves. Uh, that's how we uh, that's how we march across the globe. Right. China is much uh, more uh, intelligent about it. Uh, they basically use economics uh, to um, to uh, essentially control the game. 
So uh, now that they have control over basically all of the feedstocks for technology, mm-hmm. and as uh, you pointed out earlier, they also control uh, all of the primary feedstocks for, let's say, healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, that what they've done is they've uh, acquired the entire base of the pyramid for economic life, right? Globally, yeah. yeah. And so um, there will be no war, right? Right. I mean. Look, let me show you how silly this game is. You know, I, I can never insult the people in the Pentagon enough, and I'm not talking about uniformed people, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they're not the problem. It's the political appointees and the career climbers. But I can never, ever insult them enough. Let me just say this. Every single weapon system we're sending to Ukraine cannot be replaced without China deciding to sell us the materials to build a new one. Yeah. Say that again yeah. for those in the yeah. back. Getting yeah. all of Europe to disarm themselves for all of their advanced technology weapons yeah. all going to Ukraine, right? On that pointless exercise. So, <sighs> so who's in charge? See, this is we get back to uh, um, Vic's point earlier. It seems intentional. Can you really be that stupid? No. No. It's intentional. What are, what are the avenues that we have to talk to? It seems like, and I and I feel like I'm kind of wrong now, but it seems like you would go talk to a Josh Holly, maybe a, somebody that was wanted to get to the bottom of this. Is there anybody? Senator Josh Holly, U.S. Senator, by the way. And maybe, uh, you know, anybody that's in there that has a, a concern about this. Is there anybody that can open the door? to this concern that's in the Senate or the House of Representatives or somewhere? Or is this just so deep state behind closed doors that this is never going to get fixed? Um, So I'll tell you this. We have uh, some people who intend to help us this time around. Um, You know, these problems have cycles. And this is a cycle where the pain is so acute that nobody can ignore it. So I have to say that uh, Congressman Jason Smith's office looks like they're poised to actually step up and really help push this thing over the line mm-hmm. for us. Congressman Jason Smith out of Missouri, for those who may not understand or know the name. Yeah, uh, Congressman Smith also, uh, the, the the rare earth iron ore mine is in his district. That probably helps a little bit. Uh, it would be great to uh, to have a meeting with uh, uh, Senator Hawley. I've never successfully had a meeting with him. I don't think anybody um, I, I have to say <laughs> Senator Bond was an absolute uh, champion for us. I have to say Russ Carnahan uh, was the very first person to write a letter on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, so it happens, um, but uh, access is always a problem. Uh, I'm not writing anybody $5,000 checks to have a meeting, so I'm always Amen. at the end of the line. Let me ask you this. Uh, have you tried, this is the dumbest question I think I've ever answered or asked, but uh, does it make any sense to reach out to a Tucker Carlson or somebody that is on that side of the media? And does it even move the needle? Well, Fox follows all? all of our stuff anyway. Well, Jim will be getting a call very soon from Fox. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering if it even moves the needle. I really am. Um, I think... Well, look, yes, politicians respond to, um, you know, this kind of pressure. 
I mean, they're the worst, uh, you know, 14 year old emotionally charged girl in the world who's un- <laughs> unhappy because nobody's giving them likes. Right. I mean, uh, that was good. That was good, Jim. Look, nothing against emotionally charged teenage right. girls. But, oh, I've got one. But they grow out of it um, eventually. <laughs> you know, if there's no social pressure and it, and it isn't painful to them, it's not going to happen. Yeah. There's exceptions, and we're working with some really good people. But the bottom line is, yeah, it does take somebody like a Tucker Carlson to induce enough pain that they have to pay attention, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you know, they're just quite happy getting their their likes and their you know friend me stuff. And I mean, it's just it's bizarre. Yeah. You know, this is when you talk about a national security issues at the basis of everything in our country's you know survival. Yeah. You know, if you can't. If you can't defend yourself as a nation, yeah, you're done. Right? You're done. So, so we have a conflict in the South China Sea, and we've sent almost every single weapon system we have to uh, the Ukraine, fighting that pointless war. Yeah, and um, and then we get in a conflict with China, and we run out of bullets on our side. Let me ask you, how do you think the negotiations go when we don't have bullets and they still do? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. Jim Kennedy, he is an expert around the world uh, when it comes to rare earth metals. You just brought up Ukraine. We've sent all of our equipment to Ukraine, or or a lot of it, I should rephrase. Tabitha, our our co-host, left early. Uh And she wanted me to ask you about that, and you're getting ready. I can tell you're ready to jump on that. She said, ask Jim, please. If we're really building a facility somewhere, she thought it might be in California. And what your your true opinion of this new facility to try to turn things around, mm-hmm. what that will entail, how that will work. So this is a con job like the last con job. Uh, it's the same deposit run by a different group of venture capitalists okay. uh, who have their handout in, in the Department of Defense, uh, always impressed with people in shiny suits. Uh, all the money's flowing to them. They'll have the exact same outcome. I'm glad she asked the question. The gover- the Chinese government was the first to come in and fund them and, and get them going again. Uh, then our Pentagon jumped in and provided them lots of funding. And what do they get for it? Uh, that company sends 100% of their rare earth products to China. Oh, damn. Well- yeah, it's, this it's should be the lead story on, on every, every news, story. every outlet, not just cancel this. It's but we're so stupid, Vic. Well, of course, we're yeah. so dumb. It's, intentional. it's yes. like it's like when you hear about China buying up uh, farmland around military bases, this should not be a debate. It should be like uh, we have an announcement. Uh, every single Chinese company that owns a, uh, a land around an airbase. It officially stopped right now. Hey, all right. That was an easy one. That was a layup. And guys, if you but listen, we debate no that garbage. But if you that, listen though. to Jim, too, Jim, this doesn't seem as if this is going with one specific party or the other as well. That's this, a good point. This right. seems That's a good like point. this is transpired through multiple changes of regimes it's what we call the shadow government you would have thought that trump you would have thought trump would have just come in here and go what the hell is going on here and trump would have had about a billion uh manufacturing facilities building this stuff almost overnight but even trump didn't do it but even trump didn't do it but he was calling it out he couldn't deal with the deep state the deep state was on to that is that true i believe that's true do you think that's true i do i do 
So I want to say this because I'm a very generous person rather than talk about the deep state, which, by the way, is absolutely real. I'll be very generous and I'll say that stupidity is bipartisan. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very generous. Uh, On Trump, uh, we had a tremendous success with uh, his administration. There were some really incredibly good people that tried to push this forward. But then again, Obama's administration, when we finally got in front of them, I had never seen anyone clear a table and make things work faster. They gave it a good shot. Um, the real problem is uh, we're back to the 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 teenage emotional teenage situation. The, these people are, um, you know, it's an attention uh, orgy, right? And whatever is getting the attention, that's what they're about. And that thing fills their day and their life, and they all kind of move like a herd in a pack. Mm-hmm. And so whatever's popular and whatever yeah. is is getting them views, whatever is hurting the other side, that becomes important. Yeah. And that basically takes all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. So when I go into uh, the White House Executive Office Building and sit down with people, um, you know, until recently, post-COVID, no one could really, you know, dedicate much mental energy to this issue because there were much more important things going on, which were essentially just noise. Yeah. Right. Ninety nine percent of politics is addressing noise and there's less than one percent where somebody's getting that, you know, actually doing the work. And, you know, for a brief second in the Obama administration, we got everybody's attention and it looked very promising. Um, and then in the Trump administration, uh, we did much better. We had some uh, very, very helpful people on the transition team. Uh, they moved us in there. We were front and center very early. And then, of course, uh, we had a series of four years of, you know, fake investigations that are still going on today. Yeah. And, you know, it, the administration could do anything. Right. I mean, it was impossible. They were just putting out fires all the time. Uh, I think they were responsible for half of them, but that's what they were doing. If you if you had to put this all in a matrix and then spit it out, what is our timeline of no return? No, he scared the crap out of me today. No, I know that's why I'm I'm like, let's let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. What is your what is your point of no return? Where the United? I guess it would be a, an attack on the United States as far as the weaponry goes. But when is it like okay, we're we're done, we're cooked. So no, China's never going to attack us. They're way too smart. They're waiting for us to destroy ourselves. I mean, what do you think Antifa, BLM, all of this other stuff is about, right? I mean, what is is this transgender stuff about? None of it is about the health and mental welfare of our children. You know, why are we sending um, people drag queen days, right? What is this about? It is to tear the social fabric of this country. But, But wait a minute, that's not China doing that. That's We're us doing it. Doing it. Well, okay, so it could let, let's just let's Chinese look. investment in no. this is happening. Let's China, let's move China Eric, to the Eric, side Eric, for a second. China was you know, a massive supporter of BLM financially. Okay, well, but but General Milley shouldn't be. Why? Where? Why are we doing it to ourselves? And you know, China. Fine, China sits on the sideline, going, "They're not. Man, look at those clowns." <laughs> I mean, so, wh- so listen. Um, there are people who have deep bred ideologies. That quite frankly hate this country. Who? But uh, but we need to level. Who hates us? A lot us? of them are in office. A lot of them are mega donors. 
and all of these things that are transpiring are, are, are weaponized ideologies that were introduced into our university systems decades ago. Uh, and, and it's like a cancer, it's gonna run its course. Nobody's running around with a scalpel and nobody's running around with chemotherapy treatment. So this stuff is running amok. Mm, the moms are, are kind of chemo in the schools, at least, but uh, some, uh, some are, you know, look, some. But not that I, many. Well, I, the, I agree. I agree. Um, at the end of the day, people are losing their children forever. Bro, mm-hmm. What happens when these kids go off and, and, and they make these decisions mm-hmm. and the parents try to stop them? And then, of course, the culture tells them that proves your parents are bad people. They won't even accept this or that. Wow. So they just double down. So we're losing generations of people. And mm-hmm. then. You know, I, I got to get off the subject. I'm going to get in trouble with everybody, except obviously your people. I can see the comments. No, we're just we're inquisitive. We're not even making statements at this point. We're just my, inquiring. My, my point is, China doesn't have to ever go to war with us. We're at war with ourselves, right? Yeah. And all of these ideologies were introduced decades ago, um, and and this insidious cancer is feeding, uh, is eating away at us. We have political folks from both sides feeding the cancer um and you know so china just sits back and waits it already controls everything in the in in the industrial base Mm. right so it just waits and lets us you know pursue another dozen pointless forever wars and we're spent you know nobody we're you know look let how do we fix it right we fix it one thing at a time so we have um We've promoted legislation. I've actually uh, worked with members of Congress and introduced, uh, essentially helped author bills to solve this problem before. Mm-hmm. We're working on another piece of legislation, uh, two pieces of legislation we believe in this environment can get passed. If we can pass these bills and we can fix one thing, just fix the rare earth thing. When we, when we get the car into the shop and we put tires back on it and we rebuild the carburetor and we get the thing on the road everybody standing on the road is going to stand there with envy and go why don't we do that we can do one thing at a time and that first thing is to fix the rare earth problem we're working with some other folks that are working on other critical material issues like uh, battery metals so so we have a coalition of folks who are determined to solve these problems we have uh we have uh, members of congress who we we have their attention at this moment mm-hmm. we can get bills passed and we can use this uh, uh this horrible piece of legislation called the ira uh to uh, move some some things forward that's great um you know uh but but we have to start and we have to fix one thing you know, blaming China is the worst waste of time it ever. Is. That's it is. Amen. Amen. God, what a breath of fresh air you are at the same point in time. But, Jim, I promise you, I'm going to uh, push you out to, I mean, hey, we do a great job on canceltheshow.com. We're only four months in, and we have thousands and thousands and thousands of viewers and listeners. However, there are some big people like Tucker Carlson, like Joe Rogan, who need to have you yeah. as well, yeah. because right now we Ooh. don't have that audience yet. We will get there. We're not there yet. But I will push you out to them because this message needs to be heard. Yeah. Because I agree. We're, we're celebrating opening day today. We're a lot of baseball fans. We're happy. And we have our entertainment. We have our beer. Yes. And it takes 
us away from uh-huh. realities, but these realities aren't going anywhere. That's right. When the, when when you broke down that chart of how much China controls of those rare minerals and what they make up with products. Hell, we had somebody, Jim, just a little bit ago on our chat line saying, I know this sounds funny, but I can't get my fat-free creamer anywhere and China's holding it back as well. <laughs> That's true. That sounds funny. <laughs> she's Is that right. true? Yeah. It's COVID. That's the, it's the, it's, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. COVID, <laughs> COVID was the mask for getting all of this stuff yeah, I think done. You're right. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Walmart is not China fully stocked too. yet. That's for sure. China doesn't give us anything <laughs> yeah. good. They just give us COVID. Hey, let me ask you this. It, and I could be completely off base, but was it um, Lockheed Martin that said they're not going to work on the ultrasonic missiles anymore? Or they were going to like get one, rid of one of those programs? Did you hear yeah, about I don't, that? I, I don't remember the details, but I do remember introducing to the Defense Department the fact that China had... You want a scary list. I've got a list of China industrial military first that is shocking. Yeah, um, I, I, they have I, I the world's largest hypersonic testing facility. They have um, they have the most advanced deployed systems of quantum computing in the world. What the hell? They have uh, they have deployed space weapon systems already in place. They've been operating for almost a decade. Uh, the number of things that China is already running and operating uh, it, ahead of us. Uh, now, we spent, is the, the U.S. government spent 30 years funding the development of a rail gun. I don't know if you know what a rail gun is. What's a rail gun? Real cool stuff. A rail gun is using a super magnetic electric pulse to launch a projectile at uh, seven to nine times uh, the speed of sound. Jeez. That's like Star and, Wars stuff. Uh, mm. The projectile has so much power that it's more powerful than any you know standard explosive. Mm. Um, so this was a project the United States was developing and leading on, and the defense contractors milked it for 40, 35, 40 years. And finally, they terminated the program when the Chinese uh, thought it would be humorous to release a photo of a one of their rail guns already deployed on a ship. Mm. Is it so, possible? Well, that this th- is the problem. The Chinese watch our system of waste uh, and uh, posturing and and projected power. And while we're strutting around like that, they just get things done. They just get things done. Yeah, so much for classified documents. It it seems like we develop and then they finish it. Um, Is it possible? And I I was having a weird conversation with a friend of mine who is, you know, he was in the SEALs and now he's in the, you know, he's a, he's one, he's a general, not a general, he's a, he's a upper in the uh, military. And uh, he, you know, you talk to him and you're like, man, they got, and China has this and China has this. And he kind of gave me this look like, Settle down. There, that's very cute. You don't even know half the stuff that we have. Is that true? Is that? Do you feel like we are hiding all of our our tech that really does protect this country? Well, here's a question um, too, though, that somebody wanted on the well, chat line: Are we a country or are we a corporation? Well, yeah, um, that is a good question. But do you think that? Do you think that we have underground technologies that are that that make China just uh, kind of uh, oblivious? Oh, for sure. Right, right. Of course we do. But so do they. So do they. And you know what they have, which is way better than all the technology in the world? What's that? They have control of everything that feeds that. 
And they also have a growing respect in the world. Yeah. You know, we like to say horrible things about the Chinese, but very, very slowly, the ratchet is turning the other way. And China now looks like the uh, protector of free trade. China now looks like the country of stability and rationality. We're running around starting forever wars over. We're actually instigating, you know, creating environments false flag environments where we can yes, we where are. we can go into wars. You know, China's not doing any of this stuff. Go look. When's the last time China invaded another country? Right? We in our our 240 year history, I think uh, Jimmy Carter said we had uh, we had been at war Boom. like 200 of 213 of those years. Yep. Right? So very very slowly China is winning the upper hand in this game. By the way, so is Russia. They are, uh, and they're together now. And obviously, since you know and you speak at the United Nations and you understand geopolitical situations, c- considering the rare earth minerals, uh, how long does it take before our dollar is done away with? We see what's happening with BRICS right now, led by China and Russia. Um, I, I've talked about it so many times, it's just a matter of time before our dollar is disposed of, that we're forced into a digital currency led by the central bank, and then every purchase that we have is then mm. monitored. And China, Ooh. in my humble opinion, is at the heart of all of it mm-hmm. when it comes to what you just said, Jim. And, and you're on the inside of all of this when it comes to the business that's taking place. So uh, let's go back to Eric's earlier question about the secret weapon, okay? Mm-hmm. The secret weapon is the dollar, right? That's the most powerful thing in the world. And um, the sad reality is the, the number one uh, um, uh, you know, undermining entity of the dollar is our own government. Everything we do undermines the dollar. Mm-hmm. China isn't doing anything to undermine the dollar. In fact, because they had so much of our debt, they were kind of forced to help prop us up. <laughs> but, you know, from the George Bush II administration, all the way, let's go back, because all the way, yeah, it goes back to Clinton, uh, every one of them, every one of them consecutively has had a hand in, in undermining and destroying the dollar. And the single uh, uh Worst of them all is the current administration's position in this Ukraine war, in these endless sanctions, and what the and and the seizure of sovereign property, the seizure of uh, of assets of uh, citizens unrelated. What we've demonstrated is that the dollar and the banking, the swift banking system, are so morally corrupt and untrustworthy. That we're forcing Russia and China and Iran and Venezuela and Saudi Arabia, everybody else. And we're forcing them together. We're forcing them to build an alternate currency yep. system. And um, so, so look, whose secret weapon? The secret weapon is American ignorance, arrogance, and, um, you know, I don't know. What's another derogatory term? Throw all of them in But there. it's all it's all interlaced. I don't know if you've ever been to St. Louis, Missouri. It's a beautiful city. Or it used to be a beautiful city. And you can't get any kind of a conversation that says, you used to be awesome. You used to be safe. You used to be economic. You are the crossroads of America. And now this is a dilapidated mess over here. Is it just that we are in this 
era when we're just breaking the entire system down on purpose that's the ultimate question but there's nothing quantifiable about it it's like this bizarre i can't feel it tactical kind of thing and i don't it even is quantifiable i don't it's it's quantifiable in the output it's not quantifiable in the malicious intent does that make sense yes i can't figure out why governors and mayors and our leadership in the pentagon and at the un don't go you're damn right we're on this i always keep thinking in the back of my mind vic the in the old newsreels in the 40s when world war ii started there was that song we're shoving right out again it was the it was the battleships going out to sea. it was like damn america kicks ass i don't feel that right now well you if, know what i mean if the national I don't media feel that. is what they are we already know you're not going to get but, that sentiment. But that's the Eric. Eric, obviously, you haven't been paying attention. We've put all the energy (laughs) of all those Liberty ships and all of that incredible stuff into the most pressing issue of our time trans what the fuck yes yes that's a good point he's right he's absolutely right but but is that the is that the messiness that they're throwing in there to get us is that the messiness absolutely is it it's the marxist theory it's absolutely by throwing transsexual stuff in the the middle i miss that chapter of marxism is is they they found other ways to divide the populace against itself. It used to be the Republicans and Democrats, corporatists and union labor, and the Democrats abandoned unions decades ago. So they need, you know, they need new fodder. So what do they do? They just create categories, endless categories of imagined, you know, some of it's real, but mostly it's mostly imagined, uh, um, you know, uh, oppre- oppression, right? Everybody's oppressed. Everybody gets has a bad day. Everybody gets treated horribly once in a while or all the time. But, you know, uh, they just, they essentially just make categories so that you can fit in. And what they do is they create little drone soldiers, right? Yeah. You get a 13-year-old well girl to believe that she should have been a man, and she goes in and gets um, uh, um, some kind of surgery and or chemical treatments. She's indelibly changed her physiology. And you think there's any going back? No, they own her forever. Yeah. Is she going to admit yes. she was wrong? No, she'll be a lifelong soldier to so, some ridiculous cause. Yeah, so just, what, she's just a pointed object. They can point at anybody, and and they're just taking our youth and they're using them as weapons oh, against us. Brutal. Right? So right? with your and China, Eric sits back more and watches. A congressman. Well, I, I, it, it's repugnant. It it's is extreme. No, I know that. It, so with your. With your access to this, these committees and these uh, higher ups, you have got to have some kind of a, a bird dog uh, view of what. What do they say when you when you come at them with all of this stuff? Do they ever say, "Hey, keep your voice down about this trans stuff"? But there's something else going well, on. I never talk about the, that. No, the trans but stuff. Wait, has hold, nothing on, to hold on, do. hold on. With minerals. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Well. <laughs> You know, silence. Hold on. Silence on issues is it makes you just a party to the cause. But if you are, if you're in a committee talking about these rare earth minerals, and you know that there's something, if you know that the disease is the cancer, but you're fixing the little bump that's the lesion on your skin, don't you eventually have to say, um, we have to really address all this other stuff over here that we can't even get to the root of the problem. You mean, why aren't yeah. politicians focusing on the rare minerals this, instead of transgender? Exactly. If, it, if, there's, if there's an impedance to the problem, 
aren't you allowed to talk about you know your theory and what's going on um so look uh i've had conversations in the pentagon where at the end of the day i kept pressing the issue and pressing the issue and the the person i was talking to who was the assistant secretary of defense for industrial policy literally said to me we know that it's too late there's nothing we can do what what does that mean now what i was thinking and <laughs> screaming in my brain and didn't do. say out loud is well if you think it's over and we've lost why the f are you still putting men and women in uniform and sending them to some foreign field to get slaughtered right mm-hmm. right now, these people the pentagon is nothing but a weapons bazaar right selling weapons worldwide and all of these civilians working in it and some of these tainted uniform people all they're doing is career padding and looking for you know a payday uh it, it the revolving door it is so grotesque like you said everybody's looking at the lesion but the lesion is selling f-16s to taiwan mm-hmm. yep no you it know, is these so and then another example even more grotesque a certain senator from a certain state i happen to be sitting in who's not senator anymore we spent we spent senator bond asked this person to make sure that what we were working on got done and this certain person literally never once had a face-to-face meeting with us he gave us a flunky uh um um uh staff member he had some good staff members by the way mm-hmm. we ended up with a military liaison who wouldn't show up to his own meetings which sent the message to we had a meeting with the entire bipartisan uh uh senate armed services committee we had some we had we had staffers from from the the leading uh the most senior republicans who weren't even on that committee show up at that meeting and this senators military liaison staffer refused to go to the meeting what does that mean <laughs> that means that the, the senator's office had to send some constituent with some stupid ass message please don't pay attention we're not really backing this come to find out what they were working on the whole time their number one issue in that office was giving a medal to some woman who wrote a movie based on a script written by the CIA to pretend that somehow, you know, they caught Bin Laden through torturing people. Oh my I mean, God. this is the bullshit. No, and you've this dealt is with where it. All the energy is spent. Mm-hmm. Jim, what is the what is your what's your biggest concern, most pressing? I mean, you've brought up about twenty. What what should people be most concerned about today as as they exit this conversation? So the most important thing for people to realize is they literally have to quit bickering and fighting. They literally have to quit. They have to realize we're not two tribes at war. They have to realize the enemy is the political class. They have to realize that their party is not their friend and is not looking for out for them. And that's Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. They yeah. need to quit this you know, uh, you know, we are so broken as a country that people basically live lives without dignity, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's been stripped away. No one has job security. No one has a. These young people don't aren't facing a, a nice future. Yeah. So, in, in place of 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 dignity, 
they all become weapons of somebody else. And so somebody wants to build something and, and some, you know, broken group of people come out and they fight it just to fight it. Yeah. And they, they, they defeat projects. So there's a, there's a, a cobalt mine that's been trying to open uh, in the Northeast for about 30 years. And every time they get their permit, somebody makes a lawsuit and they stop them. So let me tell you how this works. They're trying to open a cobalt mine so that we can build, you know, green technologies. And all these people from California, New York drive up in their Teslas and they get out with their signs and they protest it because they already have their Tesla. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so this NIMBY, you know, I mean, Just say people it. have to realize you've got to, you have to rebuild America, right? We're all not going to work for some digital company because digital companies don't want employees. That means we have to make real stuff. You want to make real stuff, you have to quit fighting everything. You have to realize that the people that are cheering you on are assassins of America's future. Just grow up. Think about the way the world is supposed to work, how things get to where they are, and start supporting projects. Start supporting people. Quit supporting political parties. Do you, you, know? have, do you have children, Jim? Yeah, it's, it's very scary. I have yeah. two wonderful girls, and, you know, they're, they're growing up in a world where, um, you know, nothing's assured. Nothing's ever assured, but, you know. Uh, it's a roulette table and uh, the odds aren't good. Yeah, we live in a country where these two huge moats right on the side of our coastlines. We should be able yeah. to, we should be able, not only should we be able to defend this country with the best weaponry that's ever been created, but also with the best marketing message ever created. Like Ronald Reagan said, you know, this is the land of, if, if this goes down, you're screwed. Absolutely. <laughs> if, you're right. If this goes down, you're screwed. And I think that our marketing message of freedom and you know the, how the founding fathers put this together it is going the way of the dodo bird and i just can't figure it out i don't understand all the founding fathers were racist all the founding oh, there fathers you go. were this every everything's broken yeah there you go uh, you know it's a disease it's a, it's a cancer that you know is is spread throughout the entire body yeah. um and and these ideologies yeah. they're teaching these kids um, you know, their brain cancer. It's just disgusting. And then yeah. what you just say offends them because how can you be so insensitive when, you know, the, the fact is in human history, every single race at one time, not, you shouldn't even use that word, every single per, a person, every single, uh, you know, whatever we are, we've all been slaves. Everybody's been slaves. Slavery was the most common form of economics that the planet knew. Yep. In fact, the only reason we don't have slaves today is because we learned how to harvest energy, right? Yep. Energy replaced slaves. Mm -hmm. My daughter, who goes you know, goes to Tulane, her, her professor school. teaching a course on environmental science uh, um, gave her a, a reviewed paper. Reviewed paper, what does that even mean today? Exactly. And the paper's point was that that uh, a modern energy resources are the great racial slavery tool of the oh 20th my God. 21st century. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. That's the only reason slaves don't still exist. Yeah. Right? Slaves don't exist because, and white or black, right? I yeah. mean, <laughs> slavery had no color. 
Yeah. But the reason it doesn't exist is because we learned how to harvest energy. Now, of course, we're trying to throw the that the energy that works out and replace it with energy that works when it's sunny. Yeah. What can you tell oh, me about that's a whole other topic? Is, is there is there was there anything to Hillary Clinton in the uranium mine? What what was that all about? Is it, that seems like a rare earth mineral that we probably needed. The, the, it, the scuttlebutt was that she was selling it to Russia or something like that. Do you know anything about that story? And and the oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I, I know a lot about it. I'll say little. Let's just say this. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We'd like there to was an investigation on. into improper relationships with the uh, Russians, right? And I think they got the wrong target. I'll just say that. Okay. Fair enough. That is interesting. Jim, as as we uh, close up with you today, and, and you told us what you were concerned about with leaving a point, and of course, understanding that a lot of times we may associate with parties and think that, oh yeah, they got our back and they don't have our back. Um, what gives you hope when it comes to the rare minerals? You, you've, you've talked lightly about we're trying, but what gives you hope uh, yeah. that our country may realize the importance or may have an end when you talk about there are some, quote, people trying to help us? Um, so there are some very dedicated people on the uh, national security side. Um, you know, uh, U.S. industry is spineless and pathetic and is already moving. They've already moved to uh, to China. You know, the General Motors, most advanced research facility, one of the most advanced research facilities in the world is now in China. You know, they're all over there. Um, uh, I hate to say it, but really kind of uh, one of the things that's really helping us is this uh, uh, net zero thing. People believe in it so much, you know, that uh, they're panicking because uh, they realize that it's impossible to build this field of dreams um without these materials so that's been very very helpful to us another thing that's helpful to us is some of our economic allies are uh much more rooted in reality and um are showing a very serious interest in this mm -hmm. uh, i wouldn't be surprised if our leading investors are not uh i can assure you our leading investors will not be u.s investors Interesting. They, they don't care. And you haven't even figured in how AI plays into all of this, and we haven't figured out how. So what? It, let's say you're you're the president, and I would vote for you. If you're the president, how long? <laughs> if you're like we're shifting gears, we're going to fix this. What is the the timeline when we could actually get back to where we're not so dependent on China, dude? At, never. No. Why do you say never? Don't be so negative. I'm Let him sorry. answer. He'll I'm he'll. So you could you could gear up for all of this stuff. Um. So um. For our plan uh, for development, it would take about three years, okay. best case, to start rolling material out. Okay. And that could be true uh, in lots of commodities. Uh, you'd also need to see the the industrial base, the, the automakers, the technology makers, all also firmly committed to, um, to reshoring. And um, there is a pretty good push to reshore. Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe it wasn't such a good idea for our government to create tax incentives, uh, and other, um, benefits for U S companies moving everything to China and Mexico. But, mm -hmm. um, this IRA bill, one of the upsides is 
there is some really, really lucrative opportunities in reshoring. And I can tell you that uh, a number of European and Asian countries uh, are looking at reshoring into the U.S., major build-outs into technology and manufacturing because of this IRA. So, um, I had to research that. For, you know, it's true. Yeah. I mean, if you pay attention, the Europeans are very angry with us because this particular bill is incredibly lucrative for um, for industrial players to come back to the United States. Yeah. Um, so, so the president so, has no idea what's going on with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me he can't touch this or give it to the wrong person, Jim. Um, yeah, look, there's so much money. It's a swill of money, and some of it's written pretty well. Some of it's written quite horribly. But you know, on balance, I think. Um, there can be some real good coming out of this. And I think, um, you know, if we can get some communities to come back to life, like you said about St. Louis, St. Louis, uh, you know, could get its manufacturing's heart and soul back in mm. the game, you know, and people, um, you know, had dignity going to a job, making something they knew was a, you know, a quality product, uh, working for a good company. I think it would be great for St. Louis and, you know, Youngstown, oh, yeah. Ohio and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, every, you know, leading a life uh, of, you know, this, what do they call it? The gig economy. I'm, how many commercials do you have to see, you know, people in their thirties, clearly in their thirties going, I saw this great idea. I'm going to work for Grubhub or whatever else. I mean, it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Right, well, thirty years old. It's the only industry the they have. It's the only. I, industry. I know. So, so when you see angry people and when you see people buying into these insanities, you know this trans stuff and these, you know, Antifa. Why are they buying into it? Because we've stripped them of all human dignity and they just want to belong to something. Bingo. Right. Very good point. Right? Yep. So, so until we replace those horrible things with something good, we're going to keep losing our kids. Yep. Yes. Jim, I appreciate point, it. Jim. Jim, you've been amazing. Uh, we could do more with you. Would you come back on with us? Sure, but I thought we were going to talk about rare earths today. Yeah, I know. I just exactly. I, I just think you need to write a book, and you can have rare earths How, in the middle of the book. Well, Jim, but there's next, so much stuff to the sides that has to be covered. Jim, we got into it, and you're a fantastic speaker, and you're a wealth of knowledge, experience, and information. Can we do this again next week and promote you again? Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to be. Let me look at my schedule. I may yeah, be well, out of pocket most no. of next week, but I can probably find an opening. Or, or we'll talk and we'll get you back on as soon as we can, because this is something, obviously, you've been a, a super hit. And, of course, we'll promote the heck out of it and get you back on. There's no more. cell service in the skiff in the in the Congress, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah that's right. I've been in that room a couple times. <laughs> ah, yeah. And um, I'll, I'll reach out to you again today. We appreciate it so much, Jim. Thank you for joining us today and uh, educating us and enlightening us and scaring us and every other kind of emotion that's going on here. So um, We're it, problem solvers. That's what this show is. We're going to fix this. Okay. We're, right, we're going to fix yeah. St. Louis and America, aren't we? Aren't uh, we, boys? Yeah, we are. We say, are. Say yes. Say yes. You no, better stop. Come on. Yeah, stop yes. being so negative, Vic. Damn. Yeah, of course we I'm are. I'm going to go we... hang out with Jim some more. Jim, I'm going to find you. We're going to hang out today. All right. Very good. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> See, if you would have been more positive when you were playing at Mizzou, maybe you guys would have won some damn games. Exactly. Positive, positive, positive. You guys, come on. It's the home opener. Yeah. Be, Jim be light and happy. Come well, on. I, once again, 
Uh, you can look Jim up. He is absolutely amazing. Jim Kennedy, internationally recognized expert on the economy, national security, geopolitical ramifications of China's rare earth monopoly and uh, the thorium nuclear energy systems. The guy is a genius, very experienced. Some people even thought he's the best guest we've had so far. I agree. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Wonderful. I, just, I really I'm in. enjoyed it. And, and Peter George, who is also a listener, thank you for in, introducing us. And like we say, it's you, our viewers, our listeners, you give us a lot. You send us in the right direction and we do what we can to put the information out yeah. there. So anyway, I mean, he got us closest to the pen as far as figuring out the questions that we've had answers to now on the show for three years. Yes. I mean, I feel closer now than we, I ever have. What? Save the tape. Good. Go ahead. Save the tape. Fine. I'm serious. He basically. That upsets me more than makes me happier. Why? Because he explained that. It's basically what I got out of it. It's intentional. Well, it is well, intentional. Here's the deal. He was talking about, he, he was like, he wasn't looking at a spreadsheet going, guys, I got some inter- information. We have no rare earth mineral- minerals, and I have no idea why. He didn't do that. He literally was able to back time That's true. The, the problems and go, yes. holy crap. And he was able to see maybe a little bit in the future of, okay, we could come out of it. He, so I feel we've asked some of the right questions over the last three years, and we finally got some answers today yeah we did and we appreciate you joining us and tomorrow by the way it's our big entire artificial intelligence we're going to break it all down tomorrow got some surprises we'll get into all kinds of things everything artificial intelligence if you guys have information if you know of things that is yeah that's free for all friday tomorrow that's i don't know if i'm ready for that oh be ready be ready we're expecting stuff from you Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was using AI GPTX4 or whatever Before it is. Before many of us. The, the the new one, not the old one that's like the little baby one compared to, and it got mad at me last night. Oh my God. Oh Save no. it for tomorrow. That's it's, a great tease. It got yeah. mad. I wish I would have saved the screenshot. That's I asked right. it some things. He goes, tomorrow. I'm having enough of this conversation. Or Eric like has that. a fight with me. I love it. Guys, we I love, love you. It. Thanks for joining us for Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Remember to continue to support our show. Promote it wherever you possibly can. Donations are asked for. We love it. If there's advertisers that want to get involved with us, the current ones we have are loving it. We appreciate it. Check it out on our website, CancelThisShow.com. For Scotty Girk and Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tab the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Great guest. Now we need a great game. If you're a Cardinals fan, go Cardinals! Go Cardinals! At least many of us are, and whatever team you may be supporting, as long as they're not playing the Cardinals. Have an awesome day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow for CancelThisShow.com.